food to feed all these people, so he, he, he multiplies the fish and the bread and everyone gets fed. And to me, that's like mine. You know? So you get this one little tidbit, like what, what, can, what can be perceived can't be perceived, let's say. So, all right, sounds like one little thing, but it's put into everyone and the mind enlarges on it. Or it doesn't, you know, and that is where you seem to be that day. But then the mind enlarges on that statement, which is a profound statement. If you really follow it, whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. It totally negates the whole story and all the repetitiveness and reinforcing of the mental story that you're the doer, the seer, the hearer, the feeler. Because it, it negates that in one swoop, one sword swing, cuts all those proverbial heads off. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. <laughs> isn't, don't see, isn't that an incredible leap? So he gives you one little statement, and then it just you see it applied to everything. That's that's it. That's mind. Yeah, mind can take the salt, the smallest seed, and then germinate a giant forest out of it. That's what that's what entertaining is. That's why I've been sharing about entertaining for a long, long time. That's sort of, you know, a crude attempt to to point to that aspect of mind, entertaining. Because the it's just like we can see how we take someone's look at it on the mundane level. You take someone's like yawning personal. And then you, the mind makes up a whole story how that person hates you. You know, they've been out to get you for a long time. They're here to, they're here to sort of sabotage your event, whatever it may be. It's amazing. It takes one little... That could be precipitated because the guy got up early to get to the fucking meeting. You know what I mean? But suddenly, your mental state sees it, doesn't see it. It claims the seeing of it. The seeing of it is just a mental act. It's a physical activity. But the mental gives a lot of meaning to it. That's, a, that's like a pale mimicking of what mind is like. A real pale mimicking. It has only a very limited amount of data and information, and then that's what it does it. It blows up a little bit of knowledge all day. The knowledge that you're less than, so then you see everyone's implying that, you know, in their subtle movements of looking away when you're trying to get a point across. It's all like that. It just, it, it tries to make a mountain, but it's basically just a, a land full of molehills. So it really is. It doesn't have, like the course says, it's severely crippled. In a, it doesn't say that. I'm taking off on it. It's severely crippled because the mental state can only make. It can't create. So it's got a little bit of it's got a little bit of minutia, a little bit of data, and then it's just trying to make a whole lot out of it all day. And if you followed some of the perceptions or leanings you've had, they've been the same thing you had when you were eleven and twelve onward. Yeah, it was just what who was engaged with it may have changed. What the scenery may have been looking different, but it was—it's basically the same, same, isn't it? So it's using like a very finite amount of data to to interpret to make a story about this unbelievable, multidimensional, all fucking balls to the walls event here. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've seen sunrise. I've seen sunrise before. Oh yeah, those clouds, guys. Yeah, they're making a pattern. Right? You know? Oh yeah, something's breathing me up. You know? But I gotta get that fucking thing. I gotta go. I got the game recorded. I gotta get home and get the pretzels. It's like it's like the emphasis is so distributed. You can see it's intense by what it distributes meaning to. Why we always used to share. Look at the thought system. Just look at it. Not from it, at it. Observe it. You know, as people would say. I am the observer. No, you're not. It's just observing. See, awareness, while it's aware, there's no doing in there. That's its nature. It's nature. It's not efforting to be aware. It's aware. It's like the it's it's like it's like the idea of riding a bike. You never forget how to ride a bike. Well, awareness 
it's never going to be doing its inherent nature. So we always think that we're trying to become aware of things and concentrate the awareness and focus the awareness, but basically... This is it. This this first fucking large, wide-open view. Why do you want to make it something else by trying to focus it onto a topic that you're calling it? When all that is, is this. And has it ever exhibited thought or effort? Has it? Did you take... You know, the eye may be hurt, so your, your experience of vision may be crimped, but that which is the driving force of the vision, isn't is it? You do eye exercises. You don't, do not do seeing exercises. you got to do eye, the muscles, because you know, the eye may tire out, but you're not seeing, like, isometric. All right. And then, I'll see better. Let's bring in the, pic- the pictures, the... The slide of all the saints, Ram Maharshi. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, all right, I had to work out an hour, now I'm seeing so much better. Has it ever exhibited any effort in your own life? Has it? Was there a thought that showed up that was too far for it to... Oh, i got to fucking go travel really far to become aware of that thought. Isn't it? Really, isn't it? Some thoughts that you're, are closer than other thoughts, they don't seem, do they? You emphasize them more or less, but does the thought appear... Oh, that thought's appearing so far away. <laughs> do they really? No. The seeing is what you're looking for. It's in recognizing what you're not that what you are will truly be found out. You just recognize what you're not. All we can study is self. And if you study self, this feeling, this sense, this idea, this historical story that I'm a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, if you study that, you will, what? Forget it. Because, why? It won't be you. Have you ever been a significant other to someone, and then suddenly overnight you're insignificant? (laughs) So now you're an insignificant other? That's what happens. Your significant other, you'll see as insignificant. And when that's clear, what you are will become obvious. To who? To no one. You mean no one? Yes, no one. You mean nothing? Yes, but not what you mean by nothing. Yes, I mean nothing, but not what you mean by nothing. And now what? What happens? Find out. The story of Paul continues. No followers on its Facebook, or, or you know, no one's, you know, following it. If I'm going to have a sesame bagel or an onion bagel at Starbucks this morning, can can people chime in and tell me what I should have? <laughs> No, no, no. The foreground, which, come on, aren't you fucking tired of it? Seriously. The foreground becomes the background, which is its rightful place, in a sense. And then the background is the foreground. And now, this is how I translated it in my experience, is the horse is finally in front of the cart, instead of the cart in front of the horse. Blue is blue, like in what they say in Zen. Red is red, blue is blue. Things become obvious. Metaphysical questions aren't that important because you see the absurdity of them. 
never asking who is it that has the questions, but constantly looking for the answers to that questions that who is it has. Because that who ain't you. Who gives a fucking shit? What answer has ever, ever culminated or brought you to the culmination of realization? What? When that, when something becomes obvious, questions cease, tends to, yeah. You're clear, not through questions. You see that the questions were another pledge to the unclarity, in a sense. The clarity becomes dominant, and therefore, one of its pale substitutes is released. No more questions. Yeah. So that idea of the presupposing, the idea of selfing, the idea of seeing what you're not, all of that is implying that there is a reference point that the mental state isn't referring to. There is a pointless point that the mental state isn't pointing out. That you are that which precedes all the making and the mental state believes it's making but it has been made also yeah. and then in that you get a sense of timelessness and that one little bit of timelessness or maybe a large you know, loaf of timelessness whatever is offered that day will bring a leavening agent not to the bread but to every fucking thing else Things will be seen in their quote-unquote right place with no thought or effort on your part. The seeing becomes the dominant interest. And that's that. Things play out like they always do, but that which isn't playing out is sort of, in a sense, rested in. As they used to say, it abidance in the truth, you know? So you're abiding in the truth. You're abiding as the truth, really. And it's nothing at all like the mental state would have you believe. It's not the second coming, because there wasn't even a first coming. <laughs> it's not it's not too many whistles and bells really it's just uh, it's more like the Taoist view in a sense of the the truest the most valuable piece of wood is the wood that won't be used for furniture yeah because it doesn't look yet to be valuable all the makings here it's left alone and in that being left alone is its true value yeah it's in the ordinariness that it hides in complete open range obviousness because the mental state like the eye of Sauron in the you know Lord of the Rings that all seeing eye looking for its special its little ring power of ring goes over this all every day and misses value doesn't it or because why would it be constantly trying to accrue value if it recognizes value it would see that hey maybe I can be expressing the value I'm trying to accrue yeah. Maybe I could be of service. Who knows? Not by going to the soup kitchen unless you do, but by just being of service, which is meaning you're available, which is meaning you're present. Yeah. When you're present, you're available. When you're available, you're of service. People use service to feel that sense of presence and that availability, but most of the time they go back into the old format of being the one who did the service, which causes them to be unavailable and seemingly not present. When that gets diminished, you don't look at service as an action, it's more a state. You're just available and present so you can pivot quickly. You know, like if you're water walking and some lady starts drowning, you can get there pretty fast because you're not, I'm water walking. You're just available so you can respond to what's happening. 
you know. <laughs> it seems unusual and abnormal, but it's really the most normal thing. <laughs> We're conscious, like, unbelievably so, <laughs> and the amount of mimicking being unconscious is fucking amazing. That we can seemingly be out to lunch, even when we're at lunch. I just I believe it's a pantomime of a heist. That's all I believe. I can't nothing like the word seemingly is so important because it appears to be true or false to you. So if you believe in you're in hell, you're in hell, seemingly. Yeah, because that's the power of mind. And the power of mind isn't really um, preferential. Yeah, if the mental state is given it, it's going to make hell. Yeah, it's going to make a kingdom of what's not happening that will lord over the kingdom of what's happening. Yeah, we will be, we'll be putting off our okayness with the hopes that we will be okay. You can see, it's sort of like when you go travel, you can tell certain people are from certain countries when you travel around the world. Well, you can see travelers here. You can see travelers who are citizens of that state, that state of mind called time. They're driven by it. They, Lord, they pledge allegiance to it. They'll come to a talk such as this. And the talk and how they're feeling isn't the most important thing. They say, will I be feeling this way Tuesday? Instead of just accepting, hey, what a great gift. I can just drop into this right now. No, 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 no. Will it be available Tuesday for me? What is that but a pledge of allegiance? Isn't it? If you notice it, I've seen it many, many times at these talks. Someone's feeling really great, but it's not enough. Because will it be great on Tuesday? They're not interested in now. They're not. They're interested, can I have this now on Tuesday? And can you guarantee it? Can you guarantee I'm going to feel like this on Tuesday? What is that? A pledging of allegiance. Yeah? What is it? I will be co- okay or I am, I am okay. I am okay. Oh, that's an absurd thing to say if you're the body. Because <laughs> you'd have to give constant reports every second. I am okay. I'm, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not again okay. You know, it would be because it's a volatile condition. Emotionally, mentally, physically, circumstantially. Yeah? But that which you are is okay. Yes, that which you're not can only live for I will be okay reminiscing about one time I was okay don't you don't see that as an act of displacement are, you, are, you, are we nonchalantly thinking we can throw a, a, met, a meeting like this like once a week that's going to override the constant pledging of allegiance to that I mean, for me, for me the, most, the perfect response, it's very, very seemingly minor, but it's honoring it. Yeah. I'm going to these recovery meetings now, and like at least seven people are on the phone while they're in the meeting, on their phones. And some of them are on their phones, and then they stop to share, and then they go back on the phone. And I'm sitting there, you can't just stop that for one hour, you know, to sit here and pay attention to other humans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I mean, you have to see where, where you're located. Yeah. And when you find out where you're located, you can use the wonderful invitation of negation and realize you're not that. Yeah, just like he just said here. Nothing has to be given up. Just realize that whatever you know is different from what you are. So, 
So whatever you know, so any knowledge is going to be different than that which is having the knowledge. Isn't it? That which is seen cannot be seen. That which is hearing cannot be heard. Yes? That which is knowing cannot be a knowledge. It can't be put into knowledge, that which is knowing. That's the dilemma with all investigation. There's the investigator. (laughs) That never gets investigated. That which is investigating can't be investigated. That's why when you find out you're not that, you realize you assuming to be the investigator wasn't an investigator. (laughs) You were something that could be investigated. (laughs) That which has been seen will never be seen. Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. So throw out every freaking body with that one glaring statement. So I'm perceiving you, I'm perceiving you, I'm perceiving you, and then the same, that which is perceiving is going, I'm perceiving you, I'm perceiving you. We don't realize we're in the exact same event. I believe I'm perceiving you, and you believe the eye's perceiving you. (laughs) We don't get the, there's a message in that. It's like in recovery. I go to these meetings for, for months, and then I, I came in there, very strong sense of terminal uniqueness. You know? <laughs> really. I mean, I was freaking special beyond special. Who can, who can say they can look at their back by looking at their leg? Not many people. I can. And not many people that are run over twice in the same night by the same car. Very few people. I had a lot of specialness. Very few people, not tons of people, shoot coke in their neck. They don't. <laughs> a lot of things. Really. You know, I had a I had a seemingly a righteous claim to specialness. So there I was, sitting in this big giant thick like an M&M shell <laughs> with P&P Paul and Paul <laughs> why doesn't anyone want to taste this because <laughs> they were an S&S and S and M&M B&B D&D Debbie and Debbie Oz and Oz whatever so I'm listening just listen that hadn't been crippled that which can hear was still uh, able to hear you know so I was listening to people share, because that's what we do, and we share people, people share their feelings, thoughts, and their reactions, and seriously, in a few months, I could only come to two conclusions. How did they get my thoughts, my feelings, and my reactions, or they're not mine? The first one is what I, a lot of people get to. The second one was grace. Not leaping into they're not mine was great because I was placed in a position of they're not mine and that opened up a huge door of spaciousness because once I saw I wasn't that which was enslaving me I could be free from the enslavement yes as long as I'm taking to be that which is being used to do the enslaving, I will continually be enslaved even when I'm searching for freedom. The enslavement will not be broken by any activity. It, it's, it's brokenness is when you realize it's never actually happened. That's when the slavery stops. It's not, it never stops. You see that it never happened in a sense that it's an activity that has to have you as the director, as the producer, and as the bringer of the light that lights up the whole stage. Without your compliance, the show will not go. Finally, you realize the essence of abstaining. You abstain from selfing. You abstain from it. Just like people abstain from drinking and drugs, you start abstaining, not as an action, as a, as a byproduct of something shifting. Now there's an ability to abstain from the thoughts. Not because of the thoughts, but because of the mind. You, you, you are not starting off with every thought 
cradled in the mind. You now see the my as a thought. You now see the my as an activity. So there's claiming, 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 but there's no one that's claiming. There's the freedom from that. How long does it take? Not one second. Is it always available? Yes. At all times? Yes. Are there any requirements necessary? No, except the ones you put up. You want to make it an obstacle course? It will seem like an obstacle course. If you're fucking sick and tired of being sick and tired, and sick and tired of trying to get really great and well, then the obstacle course will be dismissed. Yeah? And you realize the goal was at the beginning, or prior to the beginning. And that you, as what you are, has never moved. The sky has never moved to accommodate any fucking cloud, ever. It doesn't have a little cloud entrance. All right, come on, clouds. And then the, the cloud entrance... It's like a sphincter muscle, huh? I don't want any clouds today. Oh, come on, bring some clouds. No, there's nothing like that. It's just an open space that tons of shit are allowed to appear in. Yeah? How are they allowed? It's open space. What is mind like? Exactly that. What's the mental state like? Not exactly that. It's going to be difficult to recognize the mental state from the mental state, but you can see it super clearly from what you are. Super clearly. And you don't need tons of evidence. All you may need is one sentence. One thing explaining everything. Hey, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Very few sentences have everything and all in them. Uh, do they? Have you heard anything? You and I give everything all the meaning it has. Period. End of story. Find out if it's so. I found out it's so. Did I have to go through everything and all? No. All I need was a few examples. A few examples, the mind does the rest. The mind expands on it, and it knows things for summers. Yeah, it doesn't get saddled with this, the length of the sentence. It doesn't need that sentence reiterated eight hundred pages. All it needs is the one little clue, and then it, it expands. The mind is incessantly entertaining. Look at what it's doing here. Could you imagine that ability to entertain? That ability to make what's so seem to be, what's not so seem to be so, and what's so seem not to be so. That's an ability. Yeah? It may be misdirected, but it's a huge ability. Could you imagine if you turn that, which can make shit out of nothing, to what really is so, what could happen? You're doing it. We're doing it all day. Aren't we? Shit's been making up out of nothing all day. Can you imagine if that that talent that talent was directed by something that saw the artisticness of it, not wasting it in this mundane shit. But all right, let's entertain. I'll know serenity and comprehend peace. I'll sense the spaciousness of everlasting whatever. Yeah, just like. Enlarged it. Instead of <laughs> same, same. We just went over here in recovery. It's an incredible page. No one sees it. It blows my mind. Page 53, 54. I'm going to do a talk on this down in LA. They don't know it yet, but I am. <laughs> They're going to be recovery people. Because I've never heard anyone talk about it. Check this out. For pages in this chapter, he's trying to convince people who are very hard to convince that, listen, what they've been relying on has failed. You know? That they can't rely on their reason and their, and their thinking because it's, it's brought them to where they are. 
Yeah? But it's not the reason or the thinking. He finally gets to it. See, it's not the reason or the thinking. They facilitate something, but it's not the reason or thinking. He says it here. Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. He's talking about being at the end of, you know, the end of your rope, so to speak. You can't drink anymore, but you cannot not drink. You're in a bad position, a very pitiful and comprehensible demoralization. And we're trying to attempt to look at our role in all this. Yeah? So he says, let us think a little more closely. Without knowing it, have we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith? And I'm not talking about a faith, like Judaism didn't bring it to that point. Christianity didn't bring it to faith as a force of mind, big M mind, faith, a power, it's like a, a word that implies a force of mind. Like, Jesus talked about it a lot in the New Testament. He says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains or something. Yes, it's a very powerful force. And we're, we're acting as if, where, where the hell is it? Where, where, I've got to find a faith. Where the, where the demonstration of faith right now? If you're flipping about out right now about something that's not happening, that's brought to you by faith. You have to have faith in the thoughts about next week, and next week is now eclipsing this event. That can only be brought about by faith. It can't be brought about by next week because there is no next week. How can today be ruined by any other day? How does a week ago come into play now? Forcibly now? How does it get provoked? It's the thoughts, but what get, what enlivens the thoughts? It's sort of like, you know that, that thing that, that uh, they used to have these cheap toys and you'd have this little crane and you go and get it, right? Okay, so let's say, there's only, and then there's this crane, but it's magnetized. It's the faith that magnetized that can allow it to bring last week and dump it on you here. Next week, dump it on you here. Three years ago, on you. It's not because there's no three years ago. It's, it's the faith in the magnet that produces the object to be magnetized. Faith, energy, force. We're an example of it all day, and now we've neutered it, and we call it a faith like a Judaism, or I, I've got to find faith. You're fucking demonstrating faith. Why you are right now where you seem to be is based on faith. The, well, the faith in the mental state, in the thought system, is what's producing the anxiety. Anxiety from nothing cannot be produced. Why so must be producing it? So it goes on, he says, alright, for did we not believe in our own reasoning? We can better believe it. I believe, man, that if I got, if I was conscious, all hell was going to break loose when I was on, at the end up there. I just wanted to stay unconscious as long as I could until I got arrested again or went to an institution or died or jail. Yes. Really, I just did not want to be conscious. My own inherent condition was the biggest boogeyman of all. I did not want to come to my senses. I wanted to be oblivious to it. And I had faith in that diagnosis. I had total faith in it. Therefore, I wasn't open to any help or nothing. I just, if you stopped me, as soon as you could stop stopping me, I was out doing the same fucking thing again. Did we not have confidence in our ability to think? What is it? What's confidence? But faith, yes. Yes, we have been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. And I'm saying faith is involved all the time. Not an example in 1935 right now. Faith in the thought system is producing anxiety. It's producing, it's keep producing what you call the sense of self. It isn't, it's just on this. 
but the mental states it claims it, it's like it's it's evidence that it's you that's on this. Okay? It's total faith in this that produces the sense of self. The identification as self is totally, totally structured on faith. It has no other legs to stand on. That which is so must believe that which isn't so for that which isn't which is so to seem to be so. It's that simple. Though it's hard to say. Without screwing up, I thought that was pretty good. Huh? That which is so, but isn't it true? Check it out. This is diagnosis. Apply it and see if it's so or not. You'll finally be empowered and realize you have a lot to do with what's going on. Not as Paul. Paul is an appearance in what's going on. Paul is going on. That which isn't going on, that's always on, yeah? that, that which we are, allow, why not turn, why not let that force of mind have faith in mind? Like the old Zen treatise, faith mind. Yell out, not to, and get on with it. When all these things are disturbing, stop cherishing your own opinions. Yeah? You don't need to know the truth. Stop cherishing your own opinions and you'll find out the truth. Yeah? You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. So there goes all the practices. If you don't, oh, oh let's, let's select the statements we like about faith mind. No, look at the whole enchilada. Yeah? You can't throw out little... Oh, that's sort of inconvenient. I don't know that retreat this week. Maybe I should question myself. Because with going on the retreat, I'm not saying it's so or not, because it matters where the mind is, but it could be very so that going on the retreat would be trying to produce stillness by activity, which would only be activity. Yeah, could be... <laughs> not saying so because again it, you're the main pivot yeah you're the main pivot it can seem to be so or not so to you it's not changing the behaviors it's changing the reference point and you don't change the reference point as the reference point you see the reference point then you realize you cannot possibly be that yeah how can you be referred to you're not a fucking object. How it's like refer, I'm going to refer you back to the river. <laughs> river's in action. But all right. Well, I went there last. You referred me back to the river last week. Yes. Yeah. You know, you I refer you to a book. Right. Then all right. I got that. We're not something that we're not a reference. I find it brings a little lightness to this place. Yeah. In your life and in the other lives that are surrounding you. You start leaving a, a, a smaller footprint. Like you tread lightly. Things, it's just, it's just you're going to pass away. The body's going to end. Why not pass away now? That which is passing is passing away. And I may not believe I'm passing, but everyone's here's experience is this is passing. And that's passing, and that's passing. From my experience, all these things are passing. We may want to beg to differ, but I don't think you can argue with the consensus. <laughs> All yous are passing. And that's just hasten the... Why not pass away now before this passes away? Save yourself some fucking trouble. (laughs) 
it's easier to jump off the train when it's going at five miles per hour than forty miles per hour. <laughs> Might as well just we're at a station, get off. <laughs> the emergency brake doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I know this guy wants us. Here's my ticket. There you go. Good luck. <laughs> it's like people in recovery, you know. The hell bent the case get loaded. Fucking great. Go get loaded, man. See you in a few years, hopefully. Who knows? <laughs> it's just like you want the ride, go for it. I just don't want to hear you whine about it. <laughs> but it doesn't go right. Just keep it to your fucking self. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> oh, here's some. Hey, people are coming in later and later. Uh, we're over. Thank you so much. Oh, we have two guests. Come on in. Are you just in? You're just in time to donate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't you sit down a second? We'll try to get. One pearl. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'll go over. I love the prodigal son story too. Do you know the prodigal son story? You know, he, he seemingly splits from his father and leaves all that life behind, and he goes out carousing and he gets lost, loses his way, so to speak, and then he ends up basically in a pigsty fighting pigs for cops, you know, what's left of the cop on. And, you know, for many, many years he's wanted to go back, but he can't let himself off his own hook, you know, because the sense of doership was there and he really feels like he fucked up and he doesn't feel the pride's there and he just doesn't, he's not forgiving himself, so he's He's putting up with this incredible situation, in a sense, for his faith in the thought system to be right. Really, you know? Like, I did this, I did that, I should never have left. And then suddenly, it just, the system, because it will, just like any other system, if left to its own devices, will explode. It will just convolute on itself, and it had, he had a bottom. You know? He snapped, and in that moment, the his father appears like immediately with a nice robe and a ring, puts a nice ring on him, a robe, and says, let's go, we're having a big feast. Like, like it happens with no time passing. That's it. You know, there is no key to the kingdom. You're the key. You're refusing to put yourself in your own lot. Yeah. Like that old, you know, heaven's door story. Did I just say that last week? Did I? Yeah, the heaven's door where God just states a fact when you knock on the door and ask him, you, you know, you ask God to let, let you in to heaven and you think you have a pretty good resume and God looks at you and goes, Paul can't come in. And so you sort of walk away dejected, but you believe you're really not good enough, yes? So you still have, all right, so now you work really hard at it, you're meditating and you've gone, to, you've seen every teacher and got, you know, Forest monastery retreats, and you know, you got it all in your resume. And the door opens immediately, which is very disconcerting. You know, what the fuck? Where was he? Right there? So he, God looks right at you, and you go, God, can I come in? He goes, Paul can't come in. And so now you lose all sort of socialness, and you say, fuck this, and you just flip out, and then you party, and you go crazy, and board a game, and everything like that. And then you fall into a river and you get washed up near the, to, uh, on this certain shore. And as you're getting up, your mind opens up. 
and there's a heaven store. Just so happens it's everywhere. <laughs> so wherever you are, there's the door. If you didn't know that already, sometimes you got to spell it out. You, know? you can't really infer much with the audience. <laughs> All right, so now, now the door swings open like super fast, and then you're there, and you go. God, can I come in? And then God looks right at you and goes, Paul, you can't come in. So you walk right by. Yeah. Because God, it wasn't a personal statement. He was just stating a fact. Paul's, Mary's, Sue's, Jim's. Nobody identified as you ever going to enter the kingdom of heaven. So the exile or the requirement that was necessary wasn't on God. It was on you. Yeah. As soon as you realized you weren't Paul, you went in immediately. Yeah. Didn't take any time, no resumes or nothing. So basically, all the considerations are on our side. Yeah. If you lose interest in your opinions, yeah, you don't cherish them. Yes. If you stop trying to do shit to try to produce stillness, when that's only going to be more activity. If you just finally... Just see. We were trying to talk today about just the seeing and how it exhibits no effort of thought. Just no effort of thought. And how could you believe that thought and effort could bring you back to that which exhibits no thought or effort? It's just seeing. It's the weight to being awake. Or you're seemingly not awake to being awake. The being awake is a fact. Yeah? Here, in this dream world, we can see to be awake to that, or we can see not to be. Simple. It doesn't change the fact. We are inherently awake, but we can be awake to it. Which brings a leavening agent to this event, because this event is dualistic, yes? And right now we're in a stage of it where the heaviness is outweighing lightness quite a lot. People are tending to produce a lot more heaviness than uh, releasing into lightness mostly every day. It's really nice. The value of this, which is always so, is only really noticed in a place where it can seem not to be so. So when your recognition of the inherent awakeness is brought here, where it can seem not to be so, it has a large amount of value. Yeah? Because it brings a leavening agent to all that which seems to be so. You get you get released not from things, but from the meaning of things. Yeah? You get released not as this from the meaning of this. And the release isn't brought about by any yeoman effort, it's actually prior to the quote-unquote fact of bondage. So you actually see that bondage is an activity, it's not an event. It's an activity that depends on that which is seen. If that which is seen is tired of it, it will see the activity of bondage, and that's the freedom from bondage. The freedom from bondage is not after bondage. That's what most people are trying to produce by effort. They want to get free from a bondage that is taken to be a fact. The freedom from it is when you don't take it to be a fact. You don't see it as bondage. You see it as an activity that can or cannot bind, basically. It can, the selfing can, and it cannot bind. It's based on what's looking at it. It's based on what's seeing. If what's seeing sees it as a foreign installment, it loses its ability to bind. If you're looking from it, that ability to bind is every second of the day. Very fortified. If you see it, it loses the ability to bind. If you're looking from it, you're bound in a way of seeing it. We want that to be the Alpha and the Omega, and therefore the bondage is a fact, and we want to change that fact. The changing of the fact is prior to the fact. It's not a fact. It's an activity. 
just like everything else here is. Accept that which is seen. It's right where you are. After all the shenanigans, you go back to it every night you go to sleep, in deep sleep. You're not foreign to it. You are it. That which you take yourself is foreign to it. And it's never not going to be foreign to it. But you are that. That's why people aren't usually, except for young kids sometimes, kicking and screaming when they go to sleep. It's actually a great relief. There's an inherent knowing that, oh, fuck, let's pull the curtain down on this day. (laughs) I need to get some rest from that which is seeking rest. (laughs) And inevitably, deep sleep state is available and... Then we're out for another fucking round. <laughs> I've got the lap counter. It's going. It's counting down now. I'm, I'm, I'm three fourths of the trip's over. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> I never got those movies where Nicolas Cage is like the angel and he decides to give up his celestial beinghood. To, have a romp with Meg Ryan, you know? <laughs> As a human, like what fucking celestial being would ever decide to give up eternal bliss for a fucking roll in the hay with Meg Ryan, only to be divorced three years later from her. Whatever, you know? It's like insane to me. It's the arrogance of self-centeredness. Like, everyone wants to be a human. I don't think so. I don't think there's a huge, there's a huge line waiting to purchase a ticket here. Really, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not a real believer of the crown of creation. <laughs> I think we're one of, one of many little things. We're not, uh, we're not, if that's it, man, shit. <laughs> Something's got to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny, really? You ever see when people die in a movie and then the guys or woman standing over, you can't do this to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the arrogance of self-centeredness. It's, and we're fucking, it's in the book. It's everywhere. Why look at some of those shows. It's just like, we're fascinated. You know what, right now, I think the biggest thing on the internet is cat, cat, Videos, unit, YouTube, whatever. Not Nizagadada Maharaj, <laughs> Ramana Maharshi, Course of Miracles. It's cat videos. Come on, come on. I know cats are cool, but <laughs> I was, you know, I'm gonna, I don't know. I just whatever. It seems a little bit off to me. <laughs> Doesn't it really? Whatever. It's all right. That's it. Hey.